BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Is this thing on? All right, gentlemen, coming to main stage next, this is Bunny. Get up there. She's got a tornado of titties coming your way. Get those dollar bills ready. She's got an ass that shakes like Michael J. Fox. So get up there and throw, throw, throw them dollars. Dude, that is fucking iconic. What's up, you sexy motherfuckers? Yeah, baby. We got Bill in the house. What is up, Daddy? How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Are you just thrilled to be here? I'm just so thrilled. You know, I've been asking you for two years to do my podcast, right? Right. (laughs) And you've told me no all the way up until now. I think you just finally were like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So she stops fucking asking me. (laughs) So you're in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You came out for uh, Daddy Roll's uh, cavern shows. Right. Right. For Halloween. You're going to spend Halloween with the fam. It's a great thing. I'm excited. Well, I'm glad to have you here, finally. Well, I love being here. Are you ready to dive into some of these questions that everybody was asking? <laughs> well, if they're not too tough, yeah. <laughs> they're not tough okay. at all. Um, Let's see. Where should we start? And these are painless, Dad. I only do about half-hour podcasts, so oh. you don't got to... You don't got to um worry about it. A lot of people said I look like you, which I thought was a compliment because you have aged like fine wine. Well, at forty-five, <laughs> that's how. How do you how do you keep this physique at forty-five, Dad? Well, I already told you that <laughs> you hadn't uh, agreed to try it out. My dad takes these drops called MMS drops, and he swears by them. And I've taken them, and they make me feel like I fucking drank bleach. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, whatever works for him, I'm I'm all for it. Um, let's see. Somebody wanted to know, did you live through Woodstock? Uh, actually, I did. <laughs> At 45. In other words, they saw me yesterday and they looked and they said, he must have been through Woodstock. <laughs> really now you guys know where I get my smart ass mouth from over here. <laughs> Uh, yes, I did, but did I go there? No, it was in upstate New York, and I lived on the island. Yeah, let's talk about that. So, Dad, you're from New York. A lot of people don't know that. I was born in Queens. Kew Gardens. Yeah, Kew yes. Gardens, Queens. Kew Gardens, Queens. And then from there, you went to where? Well, I went to school in New Jersey. Yeah. At uh, Pennington Prep School. Yeah. So I was in New Jersey for for a while and uh, then of course after I graduated I went to Texas and 
pretty much never left until we went to Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Everybody wants to know how you met my mom. <laughs> oh. You're biological? Yeah, unfortunately. That mess of a woman. <clears throat> well, <laughs> that's been a while back. <laughs> it's like I don't remember. <laughs> well, she was, uh, let me think here. I don't know exactly how I met her. I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah. But she was a dancer. Yeah. My mom was a stripper, just like 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 daughter, like mother, like daughter. And uh, I, we maybe we met there. You know? <laughs> met in the old titty bar, the old clam shaker. Um. So after you moved to Texas and you met my mom, then you had me, which was the the highlight of your life. Actually, I have an older brother. A lot of people don't know that. I have an older half-brother named Billy. So you had Billy, and then you had the golden child, which was me. Right, right. <laughs> and then after me, you had Ashley, my little sister, my right. half-sister. And then I also have an older sister from my mom. So there's four of us. We're all half. Right. <laughs> We're a fucking blended family, let that's, me tell that's you. That's what we try to do. <laughs> yeah, just Keep blend. everything just blended out. Just fucking perfectly blended. Um, how much trouble did Bunny get into as a child? Uh, which time? <laughs> I think I got suspended in kindergarten, right? For ripping a boy's shirt off. He was talking shit about you. What did he say? He said, your dad's an asshole or something like that. So I ripped his shirt off. I threw him up against it. I forget his name. I think his name was Kyle. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Well, you, yeah. You've always had your way with <laughs> being, you know, nobody's going to tell you how to do it. <laughs> and if somebody got smart at the wrong time, you let them know. So. <laughs> Would you say that I've inherited my attitude from Volvol? Well... You loved your Volvo. I, mean, <laughs> I would put her on a plane and uh, she would pick you up. You know, I mean, you go for, from Texas to uh, Albuquerque, Texas to, well, from uh, East Texas all the way to West Texas to El Paso mm -hmm. and spend a week with the, my mom. And she really enjoyed that. So, so my yeah, Volvo. She was. My, was a tough woman. My for, Volvo was this four foot eleven Brazilian woman. She who, was five foot two. But oh, okay. Grandma, her mom was four eleven. Four eleven. I don't know where I get my height from because everybody in my family is short. Um, fucking yeah. So my Volvo was my dad's uh, mom, and she was this mean. No. mean 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 brazilian woman but she was so nice to me like she loved me she was never mean oh, to me well that's what i'm saying she yeah she's uh you you say mean but, but <laughs> all right spicy she yeah she was just <laughs> direct if, i mean hello <laughs> i yeah, get it honestly just, right you were just like her so yeah no for sure like, um, but she was she was so sweet to me and was always so good to me. I have nothing but fond memories of her. I think she's one of my guardian angels for sure. Yeah. So to answer the question, I was always in fucking trouble. It started at fucking knee high to a tadpole, and then just from there went on. What is your favorite color, Bill? Green. Green. I didn't know that. That couch color green or like olive green? Any green. I like green. Oh, that's cool. I never knew that. Yeah. I never knew that about my pops. You learn something new every day. What is your biggest regret and your proudest moment in life? Biggest regret? 
<laughs> He's uh, like, your mother. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I'm I, kidding. Everybody I, knows I'm a smart ass whenever I say stuff. No, I really have no no regrets. I would probably I say the same do stuff. everything. I, I would probably do everything over again. That's exactly the what I say. Same way. I tell everybody that. I'm like, you don't live in regrets. You just fucking either like it or you don't. You learn from what you, you know? You try to learn. Yeah. Well, yeah. And if you don't, you do it twice. And you keep doing it. <laughs> What's your proudest moment in your life? Proudest moment? Um, I think having children is your proudest moment. Oh, I'm never shitting out kids. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> I think having Chachi was my proudest moment. Um, When did you first realize that Bunny was going to be a bright star? Well, I always knew you were a star. I mean, <laughs> he thought I was going to be a star in juvenile hall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, after that, <laughs> when they when they let you out, but <laughs> no, you never were. And you never were. I mean, I went a couple times. I went one time, and you and my, uh, my stepmom wouldn't pick me up. Remember that? You guys made me stay the night in fucking juvenile hall. Oh well. <laughs> That was just a suggestion <laughs> by the police. <laughs> maybe she should stay there for a night and see how it is. And she... maybe she won't want to go back. <laughs> I never went back. Nope. I was like, fuck this. I am too wild to be fucking behind a cage. There's, I, I remember I stared out the window all night. It's like in one of those movies, you know, that you see where the, the girl's crying out the window of the jail cell. <laughs> like, I really, it resonated with me tough. Um... So we moved to Vegas in 85, yeah, right? 86, yeah. 86. Growing up, you know, I always tell everybody the story of my life. Like, literally, we grew up with you playing with your band in the house. I would fall asleep with you guys fucking practicing across the hallway. Like, oh, yeah. we lived like a rock star lifestyle. <clears throat> and then we, I turned 12, and all of a sudden, we were fucking super Christian, which is fine. I love Jesus. But that's true, right? That, that, that is what happened. Well, we yeah, we went to church quite a bit. <laughs> Every time the door was open, we were there. So. Yeah, no. But I tell everybody, I went to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, church camps. I mean, you yeah. name it, I was there. That's right. Yes. So a lot of people want to know what it was like having a daughter on your own, being a single father and being a musician. How did you juggle that? Well, I was a musician way way before you came. And uh, once you were born, that was, you know, I had settled down, actually married the woman. Which one? Miss Vanessa. <laughs> oh, that's my, that's my whore mother. My mother. He gets and, mad at me when I talk shit. Yeah, be nice. I am being nice. I love her. I talk to her every three months. Uh, yeah, we had uh, actually, well, I would quit doing that and got a real job, so... But I was a musician for quite a while, yeah, before you ever thought of. And then, but from that time on, it was get a job, get a check. Yeah, but you still played whenever I was growing up with Michelle. You always had like band practice and stuff over at the house. We always had a studio in our house too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I literally we, grew up with a studio in my house. Like, And Jay always wonders. He's like, why don't you ever come to the studio with me? I'm like, because I grew up with one of these <laughs> in my house. Like, I know how it works. It doesn't fascinate me. Yeah, we did that a lot. But it was... Uh, I, during that time, I didn't play in a band, you know, mm -hmm. actually for 
for money and stuff. Yeah. It was just in the in the house kind of thing and at church. Yeah. Played in the church band. So. Yeah. Had Good to quit times. for a while, but I mean, so I played a lot until I had my first child, and 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 then you were the second child, the so golden I, child, the golden child, yes, one of, <laughs> one of the golden children. <laughs> my dad's so politically correct; he knows that his other kids might listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Was your daughter a handful to raise? I wouldn't say that. I mean, everybody is is different. Dad, I was fucking hell on wheels. Uh, well, that's what I'm trying to say. You were different. <laughs> <laughs> one of the fondest memories. Well, I don't know if it's fond, but one of the, one of my first. Well, I have a ton of first memories, but um, I shoved a rock up my nose, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I made our landlord get it out. Like, <laughs> well, I just know, she wanted to see what would happen if I shoved this rock up my nose. So I had to go to my, I would, I didn't want to go tell my parents cause I didn't want to get in trouble. So I went to the landlord's house and was like, yo, I got a rock up my nose. Can you help me? And she helped me get it out. Mm. Yeah. That was one of my uh, memories whenever we, I mean, I was always doing something like Michelle, my stepmom would tell me, you can't go to the pool without me. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, whatever. And she went and took a nap one day and I climbed the entire fence to get into that pool. And when she found me, I was in the pool swimming by myself without floaties. Like this is how headstrong I was as a kid. Like you think I'm headstrong now memes. I was like this as a child. I've learned how to wrangle it now and make it constructive. Whereas a child, it was super destructive. Like I was like, what? Do you have those pictures? My dad brought pictures. I'm I'm scared to see these. Well, I wanted to show one of them that we had uh, taught you. Let's see here. Oh, oh yeah. man. Yeah. This is going to really age me when you guys see the tent on these. Well, this is... <laughs> <laughs> these are like those pictures that you have, the, you know, with the old. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's me. This is you. Look at that widow's peak. Where'd that come from? How do I do this? But just uh, any camera. We were we taught you to drink at an early age. <laughs> I mean, shit. Now you guys wonder why I'm sober. I've been drinking since the womb. <laughs> I remember I used to sneak Michelle's wine that she would leave out. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <clears throat> yeah. But at an early age, she was doing <laughs> doing her thing. This is fucking awesome. And she used to travel a lot. <laughs> we, I still do. Now do you see? That's like Josh when you get ready to Yeah, leave when I get ready to leave town. Look at that. There she's ready I gotta to go. go. Literally gotta go. I told Jay today, I was like, you know, it's starting to get winter out, so this is the time that your wife leaves town all the time. And he's like, Oh shit. And of course you loved animals. <clears throat> horsey. Oh. oh, I love horsey. So she see? Would- I know how to ride. I've been riding since I was a kid. People are like, you're not a country girl. I'm like, I am. <laughs> no, I'm just now kidding. I'm a city that's, girl. That's country. Let's see here. What else that's we got up in that? Else. How old's that fucking Ziploc bag? <laughs> I don't know where we got this. <laughs> oh, man, this, Dad. This is, this is the one that actually I was saving it in since, oh, you know. You brought, you brought a lot of pictures. 
Don't make me get sentimental on my podcast. I have a reputation. If you loved her first dog. Oh, dog. I've always look at (laughs) I'm literally true to who I was ever since I was a kid, dude. Oh, and you you sent this picture to your your uh, grandma, Vovo. Oh, and it says two years old. Oh, Alyssa Andrea. That's me. That's her name. Oh, yep. Everybody go <clears throat> fucking Google that. You're not, you won't find anything. Here's her favorite cat. Oh, I hate cats. <laughs> oh, shit, that has changed. <laughs> I'm like you. You're allergic to cats. Yeah. I can't fucking handle it. Well, do you like this one? I don't, <laughs> I don't remember that cat. I thought it was a dog. Yeah. <clears throat> but I thought I'd bring you these. And oh, that's sweet, you. Dad. I love you for that. So, that's really sweet. When you were getting a little bit bigger. Oh my God! Look at that fucking bowl haircut. Who did that? I look like a little Mexican child. Put the bowl over the head. Haircut. <laughs> Nobody believes me that I'm Brazilian either. I tell everybody I'm Brazilian uh, and white trash. I let me tell you the funniest story. I thought I was Brazilian and Italian my whole life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and fucking, my dad comes to visit We're me. You're not Italian. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that too. Yeah. My dad comes to visit me like four years ago and somebody was telling me like, what are you exactly? And I was like, Brazilian and Italian. And he goes, my dad goes, <clears throat> well, <laughs> I go, I looked at him, I go, my whole life is a lie. And he was like, well, you are Brazilian. You are not Italian. I was like, oh my God. So now I just tell everybody I'm Brazilian and white trash. But you are... Uh, American Indian and and South American Indian. I tell everybody that because I have the Indian word thing on my side, but I don't know how to say it because people, what is it called whenever you use people's culture? Gwen Stefani got in trouble for it. I can't think of the word. Well, you, J- got, you got your DNA thing, so that, I mean it's... Yeah, well, I got to find it. Um, I have to dig for it. I have so much shit in this fucking phone. On your phone? I know, but I always forget my passwords, but I'll look it up. So you guys heard it here first. I do have a little Indian in me, but I made a joke one time that everybody was like, why do you have that warhead on your side? And I was like, well, my it depends on who my mom sleeps with. And then she <laughs> tells me what I have in me because she has it in her, you know, and the Indian. Oh, yeah. She thinks she's... Uh... Cherokee. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and maybe she is. But I don't. She wasn't very truthful about anything. So no. There's no telling. No, not at all. She's still not. Um, yeah. So the the. Indi- but Andersons are supposedly Indian. The indigenous people didn't think my joke was funny, so they put me like in this group. And remember that, Mimi? They put me in this group, and they were like pissed that I was like representing Indian oh, heritage. You, you know. Don't, you don't have to represent it, but I mean. You I don't. Are, you are. I know. Yeah. I love it. Um. Yeah. Let's see what else. Uh, what's your favorite memory of Baby Bunny? Baby Bunny used to dance for me. No. I raised, uh, I raised you. Well, your mom kind of hung out till uh, about one year. Old. Didn't she leave me on somebody's doorstep, and like while you were in the hospital when she ran off with your organ player? Yeah. Well, y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no nice way to put it. <laughs> yeah, she's she's a strange one. <laughs> but, yeah, she is. And, yeah. Uh, she literally ran off with my dad's organ player. And that, that went over well in the courtroom because I got uh, full custody of you. Yep. So it was funny because we were in the courtroom and they always give the 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 uh, wife the child mm-hmm. always. And they were just about to do it. And I jumped up and I said, 
no, there's no way that you can do this. And I told him that story. And then it was then it was all over after that. It was Aww, I love you, Dad. I could have had I would have ended up like fucking Christina if yeah. I would have lived with my mom. I'm so happy that you did that for me and I can't thank you enough. Right. And that uh because yeah, you didn't have I to. Don't. Dads don't raise daughters like that on their own. They really don't. And that's like the coolest story that I could ever tell people is that I was raised by a single dad. Yeah, and that uh, it was yeah, very true story. But uh, that's how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought about that. But I love you and thank you for that. I really appreciate it. But you <clears throat> used to dance for me. Yeah. And oh, hey, dad. <laughs> Watch this. Yeah. You know, and you do Nothing this. changed as I got older either, except I just used to call people daddy. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? All right, we won't go there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I was always, I always tried to make you happy, like as a kid, because I always wanted to be like your comedic relief. That was like the relationship you and I always had, was I just would say the fucking weirdest shit to make you laugh. Yeah, yeah. Salad and crouton, stuff like that, oh, like yeah. all the time. She was going to name her children <laughs> Salad and Crouton. <laughs> <laughs> Who would come up with that? <laughs> salad is French for salad, so... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just made that up. Um, was Bunny your favorite child? <clears throat> yes. I answered for him. See? Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. We don't do the whole... Uh, yeah, we don't do the favorites. Yeah, we don't do the favorites because I am the favorite. Well, so. you, you, just, you don't really have favorite children. What are you most proud of Bunny for? Well, I'm, I'm very proud that... that in the last six or seven years, you've gone in the totally best direction yeah. in your life because well, you've gone astray in different times. Yeah. And then probably came back a little bit, who knows? But I think the last six or seven years, right about that, you've been growing well, in your own. After that re abusive relationship, <clears throat> that I, I went through. I didn't want to bring that up. Oh no, I talk about it. I'm very. I don't say oh, names. Okay. Let's not say names because no, he doesn't no. ever deserve clout. But um, no. after that abusive relationship, I kind of had to look within myself and was like, "All right, <laughs> there's something really wrong with me if I'm attracting humans like this." So I've literally sat out, set out on a spiritual journey for the past six, seven years of doing nothing but healing childhood trauma and. Um, shit that I, you know, have been through. And that's, you, you either go one, you either fucking perpetually be a victim or you change what's going on, you know? And I had to change what was going on because that situation was a fucking nightmare. And I never wanted to go through that or put my family or anybody that loves me through that ever again, you know? <clears throat> so, you know, and then Jay coming into my life, we both forced each other to kind of level up. So we just grew together been a nice little gross good, really good thing <laughs> it's been and, a nice little gross and it's not like you all started at the top you know yeah you started way down here both of you mm -hmm. i mean both doing you know what mm -hmm. you do and and look at it now it's just blossoming yeah no it's crazy it's like taking off it's just insane <clears throat> how do you think bunny would have turned out had you and her mom stayed together 
I would have been, let me tell you, I would have probably been fucking 10 times crazier than I already was. <laughs> my older sister's a nut job and she grew up with her. So, well, partially grew up with her. So I don't think that well, would have you're, been. Yeah, your biological mom was, it was only one year there. Yeah. And the one year before. Yep. That was about it. <clears throat> I didn't officially meet my real mom, my biological mom, until I was 35. Right? Right. That's when I met her face-to-face for the first time. Right. I've, and, and I've I, still only I, seen her twice in my life. And I told you, you needed to meet her, and, you know, you just <clears throat> never wanted to. But and it, I don't know. I think you talked to her on the phone a few times. Yeah, I mean, I days. listen, I love Vanessa because when I was going through a really dark depression, she didn't judge me. Anytime I had it, when I had my Xanax problem, she never judged me. She was always there for me. You know, I love her for that, but I also love her from afar because you can't get too close to somebody who um, isn't in reality. <clears throat> so what's the craziest thing you caught Bunny doing in her younger days? Uh, going out the window <laughs> in the middle of the night. And let me hold on. Let me paint a picture for you guys really quick. I was always sneaking out. I was always in trouble. So they put bells on the front door, like sleigh bells on the front door. So anytime you'd come in and out, it'd be like cling, cling, cling. Like, I mean, it sounded like a wind chime every time you walked through the door. That was actually symphony sleigh bells. The the kind they actually use in a symphony where where you hear the Christmas and it has like big gigantic bells. You know, it's a real thing. No, and they were loud as shit. And then they took my door off the hinges. (laughs) And then they nailed, screwed my window shut. But they didn't realize that when you screw a window shut, you can unscrew the window shut. (laughs) And I had to go. I was ready. I had, listen, man, I had shit to do. I was popular in high school, you Uh, know? Yeah, you must have been. (laughs) I had people to, places to go, people to see. So one night I snuck out. And I went out, partied, had fun, whatever. Come back home, climb into bed. Old Bill is in bed (laughs) waiting on me. I got my ass kicked. (laughs) It was fucked up. But but you left out a part. No. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, so this went on. I don't know, it seemed to me like it was every night once she figured out how to do this. Uh. I wouldn't even go to bed till like midnight and uh, about three o'clock in the morning, the phone's right next to me. That's when they had landlines Mm -hmm. and uh, three o'clock phone would ring. Hello. This is the Las Vegas Police Department. (laughs) Your daughter is here. Will you please come pick her up? (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, I'll be right over. Well, because you have to. I can't, like, leave you there. Yeah. You know, anything. Or or then I get in trouble, too. So, but she would actually sneak out the window, and God knows what she did after that. I'm sure she's partying with her friends and stuff. Party. Party. Well, Las Vegas, come on. Yeah. That's all we did when we were kids was just party. We had a blast. My childhood was actually really fucking cool. I mean, besides all the fucking shit I put myself through, it was a cool childhood. Yeah. You know? It's a good place. How do you, Bill, how do you feel about how Bunny has made a brand out of her simply being her? 
Well, I don't really watch it. <laughs> because Thanks, Dad. Most dads are like, I'm her number one fan. <laughs> well. He's like, no, bitch, I know you. <laughs> I, You know, I, like I said, I'm never surprised. I mean, you, you don't surprise me with things that you do. So sometimes I just don't want to be surprised. <laughs> And, uh, I didn't, you know, and I'm glad you're doing well. That's real. And uh, I'm going to get more involved, I'm sure. Oh, I don't care, Dad. You know it doesn't bother me. I actually would prefer if you don't watch because there's a lot of weird shit that happens. Um, <clears throat> um, let's see, let's see. What was the hardest thing you had to do or that you realized as a parent? Raise girls. <laughs> oh, fuck. Because they don't have a very good choice of men sometimes. And uh, you've already spoken about that. Mm. <clears throat> and when that happens, it's it's a rough thing for the dad and for, the, for you. Mm. And for anybody else who's involved. Yeah. And, and you it's mean hard right? to watch, you know, and it's, uh, you know. Raise them right so that they don't <clears throat> attract those kind of men. You would think. Right. I mean, it, that doesn't. It, it's like these guys nowadays. Uh, I, I'm sure there's some. You know, there's there's some good ones out there. You know, but you yeah. got to dig and find them. But there's a lot of them that are. I had to get mine, and I had to find mine in Nashville. Yeah, there you go. Yep. But I mean, it, it, it's almost like they read the book on how to be narcissist. You know, whatever you want to call. It, but I mean, to be abusive and stuff to to women and try to have them under thumb instead of just, you know, why? You know, I, I don't get it, but it seems like they just, there's a book on it somewhere that they've read. Mm -hmm. I mean, because they couldn't have all just naturally done this. Yeah. Unless they were raised by somebody like that, I guess. Oh, yeah, for maybe, sure. Maybe, maybe, <clears throat> I don't know. Genetics, too, fucking mental illness, all that shit all plays into it. Yeah, yeah. What does a perfect life look like, Bill? perfect life mm -hmm. I don't think there's a perfect life here yeah no but we just have to make the best of it yep for and sure do what we think is right and right for others yeah I agree do unto others as you would have them do unto you <clears throat> what's the worst thing Bunny's ever done as a child the worst thing <laughs> yes I don't know. You weren't, you know, you weren't a bad child at all. You were. I was very rambunctious <clears throat> and tenacious. Well, you're. My kindergarten teacher put that on my report card. <laughs> She's very tenacious. Yeah, that that would, was my first big word I learned. I was yeah. like, "What the fuck is tenacious?" <laughs> Five, looking it up in the dictionary. <laughs> well, you've always had a lot of energy, mm -hmm. and I'm glad now you're using it for your benefit. I used to get so hyphy that I would jump up, run, and run straight into walls. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, there was a time. Well, of course, that was my fault. Uh, we were over a friend's house. Uh, Mark and Jen, I don't Was remember. that the people whose makeup I got into? Probably. probably. We went, my dad took me over to my, his boss's house one time for a nice dinner. Oh, Gary? Oh, is that who it was, yeah, Gary? Gary? Yeah. And I got into his wife's makeup and smeared it all over the bathroom. <laughs> Cause well, I, you were just little. I mean, it was, 
We were all raising kids at that time. Uh, and I used like her nice towels to try to wipe up all the makeup and oh. shit. <laughs> I was always in trouble, dude. I'm telling you, I literally, I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me, but I fucking, if there was trouble, I found it. Um, I think trouble found you. Yeah. No, I agree. I couldn't agree more. How do you feel about Bunny and Jelly? Oh, I think you guys are a great couple. Yeah. And, uh, How do you feel about Jason D. Ford? He's a great person. I mean, that guy's got a heart. Mm. You know, that is, he loves uh, all of his, uh, uh, you know, the people that, uh, you know, maybe support his his songs and his music. Mm-hmm. And uh, But he loves everybody around. I yeah. Mean, I've never seen him say a bad word about anybody. Mm-mm. Ever. It's not so, his style. It's not his style. And he's, uh, but... He's just got the biggest heart. That's what he has his wife for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so protective over him. I'm just like, Rawr. yeah, you are. But I think you'll make a great couple. Yeah. You so say you love you some Jason D. Ford is what you're saying. That's right. Um, what was the hardest thing to watch Bunny go through? Did we answer that already? Yeah. I think okay. So. Hold on. Let's see. We'll do a couple more and then we'll wrap this up because I know you are not thrilled about doing this. What is Bill's inspiration for his hair? My hair? Yes. <laughs> Somebody noticed it. They said, what's the inspiration for the hair, Bill? Love it. Well, I like everybody calling my hair a mullet. <laughs> oh, God. He's got his Morgan Wallen I going on. I, I have never, I don't know where everybody gets that mullet. Well, it's because it's you got business in the front, yeah, party I, in the back. I don't, I don't look like that guy on what was the name of that show? Joe Exotic. Yeah, Joe, Joe whatever his name. <laughs> yeah, is. we got a few of those in here too. Now that's a mullet. He, that's a mullet. You he's know? coming this on the podcast. <laughs> it's because you got the little fringies in the front, Dad. Well, but it, you got to push those back. Well, no they, fringies. They fall. <laughs> Hey man, at what least you, you got hair. Bowl, you want just a little bald spot there in the. Why front? don't you do the bowl cut that you did to me on your hairdo? Bowl cut. <laughs> Just fucking stick a bowl on hey, there. Well, I do use RoboCut. Oh, Mike, what is that? It's like the bowl cut. <laughs> you cut your own hair? Yeah. Why? Because when anybody else does it, it's terrible. <laughs> That's a Virgo. My dad's a Virgo. Oh. He is a perfectionist. I hate, I hate getting a haircut. Yeah. Oh, I have one of these things you hook up to the vacuum cleaner. And... Is it a Floby? Well, it's, yeah, it's like that. It's called a RoboCut. <laughs> I love my dad yeah, uses a fucking floby. I've always used one because every time I get a haircut, they cut it way too short, yeah. or they cut it weird, and it's all different. Yeah, I can't, I can't do that. All right, well, you learn something new about your folks every day. I got to You know, now I got to get you on film cutting your hair one of these times. Oh, no problem. That'll be fucking awesome. We'll do it. That'll be that'll go viral on TikTok. <laughs> That'll be fucking hilarious. How do you feel about your daughter's success? I think we answered that in a different way. Well, of course I think it's great. What is your favorite rock band? Oh, my. Boston. I just just love music the way it is. I mean, I I like, you know, slow jazz all the way to, you know, rock and roll, like some country. Uh, But... I don't have any just favorite bands, but Boston was one of the best. Yeah, you know, I know that. Every me, time I hear "More Than a Feeling," I always think about you. 
Actually, when I hear like Doobie Brothers too, it was Chicago. Oh, yeah, I love oh Chicago. Yeah, I love Chicago. Billy Ocean. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> we used to do Billy Ocean in the living room in Vegas. Yeah. Every night, I'd, I had to sing back up beep beep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we'd be playing and singing it. Yep. No, we definitely. Yeah, Billy Ocean was good. So. Rocked out. Um, you know what? I think that's it, Dad. Pretty much everybody just wants to know what a freaking nutbag I was as a child. <laughs> Oh, wait. Sorry. We have more oh, questions. Hold on. Questions. I forgot. How did you feel when Bunny left home? That was, well, it, was, it wasn't like you left. Well, I guess he kind of left home, but uh, she was living with another family. Um, one of her best friends. Tasha. Yeah. Tasha yeah. and her mom. But it's kind of like over in, in Vegas. The trailer park. They have the... the uh, I mean, I could never do something like that. If Tasha would have come and stayed with us, I would have talked with Tasha's mom and said something and tried to work something out. Nobody ever said anything. You went over there, and I didn't know where you were, or, you know, or I, well, I kind of figured you were there. But <clears throat> it, the saddest day in my life was when we had sold the house in La, in Las Vegas, and we said, you know, once we had the trailers hooked up and the truck and all that stuff with everything in it, meet us here. If you want to come home with us, you can come home. And we waited and waited and waited at that time, and you never showed up, and we had to leave without you. Mm. And that was like leaving your child in another state. And But that's what you wanted. In my dad's defense, <clears throat> I left home because you and Michelle like argued all the time about money, which I think is another reason why I've been such a hustler, you know? And I, do you remember the one time when we were standing in the driveway and I was like, dad, you don't have to buy me school clothes. You know, I'll figure it out. I'll do it myself. And you were like, shut up. I have to take care of you till you're 18. You know, just whatever. We had that conversation. And I just didn't want to be a burden anymore. You know, like I just wanted to roll out because I just didn't want to deal with it. So it wasn't you. I was just such a headstrong kid that I wanted to be on my own. I wanted to do it myself. I love you. You look like you got a little tear in your eye, Dad. (laughs) You were were only 15, you know, at that time. Yeah. So it was kind of, you know, something that nobody wants to go through. Yeah, for sure. But, Uh, I mean, we've gotten through it, and, you know, we're stronger than ever. And We're back together again. Yeah, everything happens for a reason. I just... I've always wanted to do my own thing, literally. That's exactly how I was as right, a child. Right. I've just always wanted to do my own thing. So it didn't matter that me and Michelle didn't get along. I would have left anyways at an early age because I just was ready. I I don't know. I literally left home and just never looked back. And it wasn't because I wanted to hurt anybody. It was just because I had shit to do, you know, and I was just ready to fucking do it. Mm. Bill, how do you not have any gray hair? Well... Being 45 (laughs) (laughs) and staying that way my whole life, it seems, I just don't have any. I told my dad, my whole life has told people he's 45. And finally, I was like the other day, I was like, dad, you can't say that anymore. I was like, you have a fucking dot. You got to at least move it up to 50. Okay. (laughs) Tell people you're 50. Who's your celebrity crush? Celebrity crush? Mm -hmm. It was uh, Sophia. What's her face, right? Sophia Loren, 
Oh boy, that's a yeah, that's an old crush. I, I remember For you. Sure. Yeah, I remember you had a crush on her. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody even knows who that is. Now, right? <laughs> I do. You do. Yeah. Um, if, who's your celebrity crush now? I really don't. He's like, I don't even fucking care. Nah, I don't have any. Did you? Did Bunny inherit her pimp skills naturally <clears> from you? <laughs> I don't exactly know what the pimp skills are, <laughs> so uh, I would probably say no. <laughs> My dad's a smooth daddy-o, though. Um, I think that's um, it. I think we'll go ahead and leave it at that and wrap it up and go eat dinner and just enjoy each other while you're here. Sounds great. Yeah. I love you, Dad. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was painless, right? No pain. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't as crazy as you thought it was going to be no well no. i love you so much and love you too. i want you to come back on whenever you feel like it sure i won't I'll, I'll let you go another two years without coming on how about that okay <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of dumb blonde i will see you guys next week bye